Hey girl, welcome back to another episode of Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar. That's me and you. It's just us today, girl. Thank you so much again for tuning in to our podcast. Um, I really appreciate you listening. I don't, I didn't see any feedback this past week on any, um, no reviews or anything like that, but thank you for the ratings. My goodness, um, we're coming up on the end of the year and I'm already seeing people um, sharing with me that they've been listening and I'm like at the top of their listening list and I'm like, what? What is this? So kind of you and especially kind of you to share. I appreciate it. This is our podcast and I love how it's grown and how it is growing and how you're a part of it and look what we're doing together. It's like, oh, so exciting. Anyway, today I'm going to be talking about, oh, Side note, please, if you have any feedback, anything at all, uh, would love to hear, would love to read your review about how any particular podcast has, um, I don't know, impacted you, helped you, given you some great takeaways, or just how it's impacting you and how you love it in general. Because I just love to see how it is helping. It makes me happy to know. So please take some time. If you don't know how to do it, um, I don't know, message me somewhere and maybe I can give you some guidance. And if nothing else, I would love to hear from you on a message. You can just send me um, a direct message on social media, either Instagram or Facebook um, or email me at RTF Team Rock That Fitness. Okay, enough of that. Today, we're going to be talking about this topic that I really think is a big deal. And it's all about self-limiting beliefs. And I, um, yeah, I'm not going to say a whole lot here. We're going to get into this topic. And I really enjoyed um, going through all of this and giving strategies on it. And I just, I don't know, I just hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rock star life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. Hey girl, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. So funny that in my intro, I was talking about how, you know, the, it's the end of the year and a lot of people are kind of getting their information about how they're listening on podcasts and what their top podcasts are. And I'm taking a look here at Spotify, which Spotify is my main platform, which even though I'm on here, I'm on all the platforms for, for a podcasting. But anyway, Spotify does this really cool thing that's wrapped. It's called Get Wrapped or something. And they're giving me like all these like summaries and, and like stats from the year. Um, so I'm just going to share this with you because I think this is so cool. And I'm also going to share this on Instagram but I'm just so excited that some like things are really happening like it, it matters that we're doing this podcast um so it says that your top episode was RTF number 31 so it was episode 31 calorie deficits diet quality and optimal nutrition for weight loss with Alan Aragon so thank you Alan love him so much we've had him on I think already three times he's he's uh, he says he's gonna come back on again so trying to get that coordinated so that's so cool that was a top episode um, and it was streamed, let's see here, it was streamed 233% more than your average episode. Wow. He He's the celebrity. He's the star of the show. Come on. All right. So if you haven't listened to that episode, apparently that's the most popular one <laughs> this past year. You want to go listen to it. It's episode number 31. 68% um, of the listeners discovered us in 2023. And let's see here. What else? I'm, I'm just going to share what I'm reading here. So, oh, how does it feel to have gone global? And, it, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, like how much weight you want to put into this. But still, just to imagine that there are people that are not just in the United States that are streaming and listening to the podcast. And it says, of course, oh, it says you were streamed in 25 countries. What? United States was your top country. Well, obviously, 90% of, 92% of listeners, total streams in the United States. 
<laughs> here are the other ones get it. let's see here um united states united kingdom malaysia finland and australia that's where the most listeners were you have the most listeners in these areas isn't that something isn't that something what else? Your listeners have good taste, obviously. So what else are they into? So let's see here. Listeners of Rock That Fitness Podcast are into health and fitness, sports, education. Very cool. I'm into all those too. Um, oh, your listeners' top music genres, get this, were pop, rock, and rap. Very interesting. I would have expected there to be country in there, but okay, pop, rock, and rap. Well, rock is my number two. It should be number one. Your listeners definitely told their friends about you. Okay, this is cool. Glad to know it. And it says your podcast was shared all over. 46% were direct links. Your podcast rating was 5.0. Yay. So that's, you know, you guys putting in your ratings. And I appreciate that so much. We appreciate that. Um, what's next here? This, this is so cool. It's so cool. It's coming up. Okay. They got to talking this year. Your list. Uh oh, what did I just missed. Hold on, hold on. It skipped ahead. This year, your listeners did more than just listen, they got talking. Oh, yes, you created 42 QAs, which received 48 responses. Check that out. I'm loving this. Are you a gardener? It's asking. Hmm, am I? Because your podcast saw some nice growth this year. Check this out. 70, let's see. Plus 77% listeners. Okay, so we've increased by 77% listeners. We've increased by 166% streams, by 96% followers. We've increased. So, uh, you know, I don't fully understand that, but it looks good to me. <laughs> For being our little baby podcast here, we got some growth happening and I'm excited about that. So I'm giving a big shout out to all of you that are my top fans, because here we are, you're a top, let's see, you're a top 10 podcast for 297 fans. Wow. Wow. You're a top five podcast for 240 fans. Let's see. What else are you? Drum roll, please. It says drum roll. And you're the number one podcast for 150 fans. What? I'm not going to belittle this. I'm happy about this. This is super duper cool. Top fans listen to 4.4 times more than your other listeners. 52% joined you for the first time this year. Thank you, all of the first time listeners. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. This is so awesome. I'm just celebrating. I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating our podcast. I love it. So top 10 297 fans. This is the top. This is the top podcast for them. The top five. Let's see. 240 fans. This is the top. This is in the top five. And then for 150 fans, we are um, the top podcast. Yes. Totally. We rock. Yes. Thank you. Oh, girl, thank you for rocking this podcast with me. I, I really can't say enough. I'm not, I'm going to, am I going to get emotional? You know, emotional can be any kind of thing. And I am going to get emotional. I'm so excited. The sky is the limit, right? I've been saying that lately. <laughs> I know it's an old thing to say, but I've been saying that lately. So, okay. I want to start out this podcast. Well, I already started it out, obviously. Um, but I do want to just kind of do a little reflection on my Thanksgiving, um, when this podcast drops, it's going to be the first Monday in December. So welcome to December. And I hope that you had a fabulous, fantastic Thanksgiving this year, 2023. Um, I did. I had a great Thanksgiving and my birthday landed on Thanksgiving. And if you've been following my story, you know, we went to West Virginia to visit the country folk, Ron's family, Ron's big family and country family and his grandma, Grandma Blizzard, who is 102, just about to be 103. And wow, just some fantastic special times. What, what was my takeaway about all of this? Like, I think one of the biggest takeaways when it comes to family and interacting with others and 
um, people and what people consider stressful as stressful family dynamics. It's really funny because, you know, grandma is doing great, by the way, those of you who have asked, I just want to say grandma blizzard is amazing. She's still so aware, so alert. I could probably do a whole podcast talking about this. And for those of you who are like, well, why do you need to do another podcast with her? Let me just say, it's just, you know, we got the one. Let's be grateful because it was a lot. Of, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think, um, I don't want to do that again unless, you know, Shirley wants to. And there's just a lot of stuff that goes on with that. So I'm um, just going to give you some, um, some updates on her. She's doing great. Again, she's very alert. I'm amazed at her awareness of everything. Let me tell you what. Grandma Blizzard doesn't, she doesn't forget anything. And her memory is just out of this world. This amazing and she um, actually gave over a lot of responsibilities on Thanksgiving day to the family that she's been carrying all of these years and she did a lot she made I think seven pies still even before Thanksgiving day Um, she still cooked she still helped out because she loves it and it was really she said it was hard for her um, you know, watching everybody. And let me tell you what, she was still the boss. She was still directing everybody in the kitchen, which I thought was so funny. And I had the honor of making the mashed potatoes, mashing the potatoes. Um, and yeah, it was, it was quite the ordeal. And what, what I thought was funny is that some of the family were getting sort of, you know, a little stressful here and there, but what, what was so beautiful was to be a part of this family that was coming together for this cause, for this, for this cause, for, you know, just the family getting together, to connect together, to have relationship, to enjoy food together, to celebrate family, to celebrate life, to celebrate all the things we're grateful for. And it's funny to me because I didn't grow up with this type of a family and, um, I don't really like to focus on the, you know, negative and all that kind of stuff. But truthfully, you know, it's funny to me that the little things that might be stressful here in this family dynamic were just nothing to me. I just, all I could see was, all I could see was pure love and compassion. Everybody, even in the complicated or (laughs) quote unquote stressful situations, all I could see was love and care, love and care for one another in this family. And it was truly refreshing, truly beautiful, and such an honor that I'm a part of this. So that was awesome. And they surprised me. Um, I really was surprised. And what was funny is they were surprised that I was surprised that I came in and they had a cake and they had candles lit and they were singing me happy birthday. And I was really surprised. I was like, wow, you know, like, yeah, it's my birthday, but I, I didn't, nobody was saying anything. So I was really surprised that they sang me happy birthday and I got this delicious homemade carrot cake with cream cheese uh, frosting and it was so good. So, so good. No, so good. It was great. My mother-in-law made the cake and oh, I felt so loved. What a beautiful day too in in, uh, West Virginia in Romney. It's just gorgeous there whenever the sun is out and it wasn't even that cold the whole time we were there. It was like, I don't know. It got down to like mid twenties at night sometimes. And then in the day it was like up in the forties, fifties, it was beautiful. So had a great time, celebrated my 53rd birthday and I feel the same. (laughs) I don't feel any different. Um, you know, I, I still, still doing my things. Um, but anyway, it was a really great time and I really enjoyed myself and I don't know next year. I'm thinking I might want to have Thanksgiving here at home. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see how the year unfolds. Maybe we go back and see Grandma Blizzard again, right? Oh, by the way, um, she gave me the most beautiful honor of allowing me to decorate the white, her white Christmas tree with all of her red birds. Um, And that was really extra special. Like she was planning this before I even came. She already had in her mind the plan that I was going to help her decorate that tree. So, um, wow, what a special time, what a special moment. And yes, she stood there the whole time. She helped decorate. She helped put these things on there. She helped put on the lights. She, she didn't sit down the whole time we were decorating that tree that, you know, that grandma blizzard, she is one special lady. So, 
I don't know if there's anything else. Um, yeah, I enjoyed Thanksgiving. I hope you did too. I, you know, for the past several years, Thanksgiving for me, I have been able to fully enjoy it with, you know, guilt-free, not feeling like the next day I have to kind of punish myself with exercise or starve myself or whatever. And for me, it wasn't the next day that I got back on routine because I ended up, we ended up being there for a full six days. And so for a full six days, I was off my routine. Um, yes, I got some exercise in, I did some runs. I got some runs in there. I got one workout at the gym uh got some walks in there uh, but nothing right compared to what I normally do in my routine and the same thing with food like I didn't have my normal foods I was all out of routine um, I did my best to try to include some more vegetables as, when I could I did eat more fruits when I was able to um, but for the most part like I wasn't I was eating the pies I was eating the apple dumplings the what else oh my goodness I had bonbons oh my goodness I got into the bonbons like crazy this year um and what's wild and crazy truthfully I came back and even though my clothes were fitting the same the scale was way up there but you guys y'all know the scale is weighing everything including that extra water weight from all of the carbs and sugar and salt so it was pretty wild. Should I tell you that I was up on the scale? Like, um, let's see here. I, I dare I say eight or nine pounds. <laughs> pretty crazy. But then in after two dozen, like this is, are we day two now? I don't know how many I'm do. I'm day two away from getting back home and I'm already down like, uh, six pounds. So there you go. There you go. Just proof is in the pudding. Okay. Like it's not the, the weight just being weighing six pounds extra or whatever in one day is not fat. We cannot think that way anymore, girl. We don't do that. We know better. We know. Um, so, okay, there we go. That was my food. That was my vacation time. It was great. Okay. We're back. My birthday was good. And now we're going to talk about this topic self-limiting beliefs and we all have them to some degree and we have we always are going to be challenged with discovering our self-limiting beliefs so what I want to do is I I'm not going to get real lengthy on this hopefully um, I am just going to cover uh, I want to I want to explain kind of the definition or my definition or the definition that we can you can look up on self-limiting beliefs, keeping things simple. And then I'm going to share um, like five common self-limiting beliefs. And then I want to talk about some strategies on how we can overcome self-limiting beliefs. Okay. Did I say self, self I'm going to be saying self-limiting beliefs a million times in this episode. And that's okay. So let's first start out by discussing what are self-limiting beliefs. Now, there is going to be, if you did a search, there's going to be all kinds of definitions. I'm just grabbing this one from Psychology Today because I thought it was a pretty decent definition. And it says that everyone has self-limiting beliefs. They're the perceptions and thoughts that you have about yourself, about others and the world. And they're self-limiting because these perceptions and thoughts are preventing you from doing something that you're actually quite capable of doing even though you don't think you are. So basically the idea here, right, is that a self-limiting belief is holding you back from something that you are capable of doing. Um, and, and I love that because the fact is you are capable, but it's a self-limiting belief that's holding you back. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you would, you can reason this, that if you're able to identify a self-limiting belief, change it, right? And then let's move on. <laughs> it's not that easy. Um, we want to talk about why, what, what's the deal here? There's a connection between our mindset, this self-limiting belief, and the physical results. So, you know, this, this, of course, I'm going to talk about this because this is my thing, right? Health and fitness, weight loss and fitness goals and weight loss goals and these kind of things to help you understand that you too, we all have our self-limiting beliefs. I have had self-limiting beliefs that I've overcome and this is the mindset piece that's going to help you overcome Whatever it is that's holding you back. Because, you know, all day long I can say, don't let anything get in your way. Not even yourself. But that's just so generalized, right? Like 
let's talk about this. Let's get into the, let's get into the nitty gritty and figure out what the heck that really means. What's holding us back? Because you could be hold, held, being held back and not even realize it. Why? So that, why is that important? It's important that you challenge these beliefs. Of course, you have to identify them first. And I'm going to get into that strategy stuff in, in a little bit. But here are the five, what I want to do. Let me back, back it up, back it up. (laughs) What I want to do for you, girl, today is, and I'm definitely not going to be able to cover every self-limiting belief out there, but I'm going to give you enough information that, and I, and you've probably have heard about self-limiting beliefs, but there's always something new we can glean or think of and, and, and find and, and discover, Right. What I'm hoping that you're going to take away from this podcast episode today is empowerment. I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, there are some things that you can identify in your own health and fitness journey that you have allowed to get in your way, to hold you back from your goals. We're going to identify those so that then you can take back your power, girl, and become empowered Believe it or not, there are things that are holding you back in some way, shape, or form. And you know what? It may not just be here in the health and fitness, you know, topic or this. It could be something else in your life. It could be something happening with you in a relationship. It could be something happening with you in your position at work or at work or in a, a, you know, family, something else. It could be some other area of your life where you have a self-limiting belief that is holding you back from your potential. So, so it's not just because of health and fitness, although that is my, you know, that's my focus. Um, but I'm just letting you know, because I want you to feel completely empowered in your life, girl, the sky, the sky is the limit. I'm going to say it again. The sky is the limit. Okay. And when I, when I say that, and I think about my own, my own transformation, my own fitness, health and fitness, weight loss journey. When I think about that, I think, I got to tell you, I am not special. There is nothing. I mean, I'm special. You're special. We're all special, right? Yes. But what I'm saying is that there isn't anything different about me. Like you also can have your own transformation, whatever that looks like. Dream big, girl. And... The sky is the limit. (laughs) When you can just realize the sky is the limit, it is so exciting. You can look into your future with excitement. And that's going to happen when you identify these self-limiting beliefs and you have a strategy in place to overcome them. And then you're going to feel it, girl. You're going to feel the sky is the limit. So what are the, here are five common ones. And like I said, there's so many. And I'm going to tell you a self-limiting belief I had before I even started this podcast was like, Oh my gosh, this is like, I'm not going to be able to do a very good job on this podcast, self-limiting beliefs, because I know I'm going to forget something. This has been one of my self-limiting beliefs, girl. (laughs) So many things on my mind. And I can't tell you how many times, many times I get off of doing a recording. I'm like, oh, I forgot that. Forgot to add that in there. I was going to say that and I didn't. But you know what? That is... If I waited until I knew everything I was going to say was going to be perfect, it would never happen. So I just got to do it. So here I am. I'm going to give you what I got. This is what I got today. Here are five common self-limiting. So I didn't let that self-limiting belief stop me. Now, did I? No, I didn't. Okay. So here's five common ones. Number one, I'm not good enough. And I'm going to get into the details of each of these. Okay. Number one, I am not good enough. And this one definitely has been a story of my life, girl. It's been a story of my life. And I think, I I can confidently say, I've overcome a lot of this, okay? Number two, I don't have time. Oh boy, I've been there too. Number three, I'll start tomorrow. Well, I'm I'm gonna wait till, right? Procrastination. Number four, I can't stick to a diet, okay? I can't stick to it. That's a self limiting belief. And number five, I'm too old or I'm too out of shape. It's too late for me. That's number five. Um, Like I say, there's a lot of self-limiting beliefs, but for the point of what I'm going to, what I'm trying to get across here is the whole idea of self-limiting beliefs and how we can overcome them. So I'm going to use these five as my common self-limiting beliefs here to discuss today. So let's dive into the first one here, which is, um, I'm not good enough. 
Okay. And of course, I, I'm sure I've, I know I've talked about this in a recent podcast about my own self-limiting beliefs of not feeling good enough. And that's a huge one, right? Here's some examples. You feel inadequate compared to other people, whether it's other people who have lost weight, other people who are in the gym, maybe you, you're comparing yourself. You believe that your body isn't capable of significant transformation. That's a self-limiting belief that you're part of not feeling good enough. And then fear of judgment or criticism from others. This is huge, huge, huge. I don't even think we're aware of it. But when we ask ourselves the question, I am not good enough, what is it really coming down to? What are we afraid of? What is it, right? There's a fear there. There's a fear of judgment and criticism of, of others. So how we can overcome, the, and I'm going to talk about each of these and just give a little small tidbits on strategies in each one of these five but then at the end I'm going to kind of give you an overview of how to identify and what to do with self-limiting beliefs but here we go for this one I'm not good enough I want to encourage you and I encourage all of our rock star members and clients that to have positive affirmations um, write them down daily like if this is an area in your life where you really struggle with your self-belief um, no, no, sorry, not self-belief, but not feeling not good enough that you've got to start writing down some self-affirmations look them up, maybe do a Google search for self-affirmations with health and fitness, self-affirmations for weight loss, look them up, girl, get a list and start writing them down and write down one or two every day, read them out loud, put them on sticky notes, put them on your mirror, put them in, on your dashboard in your car. But really read them and feel those affirmations. Don't just read them. Read them and feel the emotions of those self-affirmations. Okay? And begin to have self-compassion. When you read those self-affirmations, whatever they are, like, I have, I have all the things I need to lose, to lose weight, to reach my health and fitness goals. Like, that's just one, Right? I am fully capable. I am strong enough. I'm smart enough. <laughs> that makes me think of that. I know what you're thinking. I know you were thinking about the Saturday Night Live. Okay. Promote the, okay, so here's the next one. Promote the focus on personal progress rather than comparison. So feeling not good enough. This happens a lot when we begin to start, you know, when we compare ourselves to others, we can easily fall in this trap, not feeling good enough because we're comparing ourselves to somebody else. Girl, you and I both know, right, comparing ourselves to somebody else is completely, I'm just going to say it, it's absurd. There is no comparison. There isn't anyone like you. And that other person that you may or may not be comparing yourself to is going to have completely different life circumstances age, race, sex, everything is different about them. Their, their whole upbringing, their life, there's life circumstances, their situations, completely different, right? And here's the other thing, right? Comparison. I don't even want you to, I, I don't want you to do this and, you know, start beating yourself up for comparing yourself because comparison, it's very natural. It's a normal thing. We're human. We do that. It's what happens with comparison is if you compare, I want you to compare, like compare compl the whole thing. Like I just said, like, well, if you're going to compare, you better be comparing all the things. And then you can say, oh, well, okay, if I had this, well, then that would be, but let's not do that. Let's focus on ourself because like I said, you're not going to be that other person. There's no other, there's no way, but I don't want you to get upset with yourself for comparing because comparing does, it's just natural. It's what you do with that comparison, right? You can say to yourself, well, that, you know, this person is at the gym. They're at the gym every single day for two hours, uh, you know, and then you start comparing. Well, if you want to compare it, you know, you might have uh, obligation to take care of, I don't know, you've got three kids at home and that's just whatever's going on in your life. And this person has, they're single, they don't have kids. You see what I'm saying? We cannot compare. We, there's just too many, too many variables, no comparison. Let's get out of the comparison trap. Um, I call that comparisonitis. Emphasize the importance of celebrating your small victories. Okay. So feeling, you're going to feel better about yourself when you can celebrate everything. This is a big deal. 
I think, you know, when you, when I, we always say this in Rock That Fitness, there are no small wins. There's not. Wins are wins and they're all important. So if you think it's a small win, that's fine. But I just want you to recognize that every small win is still a big win because all of those little wins, win after win after win, they accumulate and they become big. They turn into something bigger. So you need to be celebrating all those wins, girl. That's going to help you feel good about yourself because those wins matter. You cannot just say, well, I, it wasn't that big a deal. I don't, it is, it is right there. Pay attention to the way you're talking to yourself and what you're saying and pay attention to the words that you're saying because saying those kind of things are saying that you're not good enough. So recognize that in your speech. You are. And all of those little things that you're doing that are making improvements in your health, making improvements in your li- your fitness and your life and your mindset, they matter. And they are important. And they make, they, they're going to help you feel like it. And by the way, you are good enough. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, you are. And there isn't anything you can do anymore or anything you can do or say, any anything else more to make you good enough. You already are good enough. Good enough for what? <laughs> that is the question, right? Good enough for what? You are enough. That's not good enough. You are enough, girl. Number two, let's talk about this one, which is very popular. It's a very popular one. It's very trendy. I don't have time. I do not have time. From my health and my fitness. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to track my food. I don't have time to prepare my food. I just don't have time. How can I have time? I have family I have to deal with. I have my work. I'm working overtime, full time, all of the time. And then I've got to do my personal things, my personal life. So there's that. And and perceiving that workouts are very time consuming. There's this idea that you have to spend two or three hours at the gym every day. But do you have time? Ask yourself this. Is it true? Are you overestimating the time commitment that's required for that workout? Are you overestimating the time that's required to track your food to whatever it is, right? And you know what? The I don't have time is really a choice because we all I know I don't, I'm not a big fan of this, of this saying I hear a lot. Like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Okay. You know, we've heard this, but it's not really true. Yes, we all have 24 hours in a day, but we all have different demands on our, on our time, on our day and our, you know, circumstances. We're not all the same as far as our schedules and what's going on in our lives. So it's not all the same 24 hours for each of us. However, we all, we all do have ways that we can choose to spend or to use our time, spend our time, invest our time. I like that word better. Ways that we can invest our time, we can choose how we invest our time. And if we get like a little bit more honest with ourselves, we can see throughout the day, you know, here, I'm going to tell you something right here. Side note, side note, side note. You can do a time audit and that's very eye-opening. It's the same thing as like when you want to track, when you want to know more about how well you're doing with your food and your nutrition and you track it, it's like it's there. It's writing it down black and white or it's there in your log, in your tracker. You can't deny that there it is, right? It's the same thing with time. If you were to track the time it took you to do every little thing throughout your day, you would become so aware. So this is... um a self-limiting belief that really holds people back a lot because they're not being honest with their time. They're spending time either, you know, scrolling social media or watching television excessively. And not that any of these things are bad and in themselves, but there's time. You can, you can, um, trade time, right? Rather than spending time doing X, Y, Z, you can choose if it's important enough to you to do this with the time that you have, right? So it is a self-limiting belief. We all have ways that we can change, you know, manipulate our time and our schedule. So some of the strategies like to be more efficient is finding ways to fit in, like making it a priority is really the biggest thing, right? Making a priority. If it's a priority to you, then you're going to manage it and you're going to make it you're going to make it work and make time. You're going to make time, but you're going to switch your time around to make it work. 
because the truth is we all I'm being I'm this is me I'm preaching to the choir to myself we we do ultimately we do the things that are important to us I had a podcast episode on this priorities I don't even remember which one it was but about priorities and we ultimately if we want something bad enough we will spend the time we will direct our time towards that we will and we will invest our time in that so it's important to realize that if, if you're not doing it it's just not important enough so just own it just own it but we all have time we just all use our time in a different way right so you can prioritize your food, you can prioritize tracking your food, you can prioritize getting your workouts in, making it work. Like, okay, I'm going to put myself on the schedule, on my calendar, non-negotiable. These are the times I'm going to do it. And when you create that habit, it make it happen, then you're no longer in that self-limiting belief that you don't have time, right? Because think about this, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's a very funny example. We came back from vacation and I got so many things that I need to catch up on, right? And suddenly, and this is ridiculous, totally first world problem, girl. Look, we get back. And before I left, I had called the cable company. I'm like, we don't need this, you know, premium ca cable channels. I, I hardly ever watch any TV. The only thing I watch on premium is Shark Tank. So I'm giving up Shark Tank to get basic TV. Okay, long story short. We get back and so all that took place while we were gone. When we got back, our channels were all messed up and nothing was working. We couldn't watch anything. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have like so many things I got to catch up on. But did I make time for that? Well, you, you bet I did. Because Country Boy wanted to watch a show and I'm like, I don't want to hold him back. I made time. I stopped everything. I called the cable company. So you see what I'm saying? You get the point. You get the point. Right? Like, I don't even remember what TED Talk I saw. This lady was saying how she didn't have time for whatever. But suddenly, she made time because, you know, she made time for the flood, I think, in her basement. Right? She had to wait for the plumber. I can't even remember the TED Talk. You probably remember it. But what I'm saying is that when things come up, we make time. So there really isn't an excuse. But these are the excuses. But excuses really are not excuses. They are self-limiting beliefs. And we're limiting ourselves by saying we don't have time. So I think I've, I can't. Yeah, I beat that one down. So let's go on. Let's go to number three. What's number three? I'll start tomorrow. Procrastination. Procrastination. Big one. Big one for so many. I am just as guilty as the next person on this one, especially with tasks that I need to do with my business or, you know, things like this, setting up whatever I got to do, right? Projects. I'll start tomorrow constantly delaying the start. Like, you know you need, you know, for your own health and your fitness, you you really need to start your fitness journey. But for whatever reason, you don't know, you're not really, you haven't been paying attention to this. You're not aware of it. But you have a self-limiting belief in here somewhere that's constantly delaying your start of your fitness journey, your start of your weight loss journey, uh, making excuses for not taking immediate action believing that there's there's going to be a better time like there's this is not a good time I'm going to start oh here it's perfect right it's not even the beginning of the year yet it's, it's we're at the end of the year so there's a few more weeks until the be, till the beginning of the new year so I'm not going to start now um because it's better if I start at the beginning of the year but is it really this right here girl that is a limiting belief because the truth is there's never a good time to like there's not a right time is what I should say to start your weight loss journey or your fitness journey there's not a right time there's just a time like now there's no because you're gonna have a lot of learning to do along the way if you are doing this in a way that's sustainable we got a lot of mindset stuff to work on which we're doing that right now with all of this you know self-limiting belief stuff but not waiting. There's no reason to wait. What would you, why would you delay taking care of your health, your fitness? What's that? What is the self-limiting belief there? How can we overcome this? Well, let's talk about like, how about emphasizing the power of small, consistent action? So you might be thinking, oh, it's overwhelming. There's just so much I want to do to start my fitness journey. So right there is a self-limiting belief because you're overwhelming yourself with so many things you think that you have to implement right now. 
when really the truth is just taking one step, one habit to work on for your health and your fitness dream. Just one for the next few weeks before the new start, before the new year starts. Maybe that one habit is simply logging your food every single day. Like get into that habit. You don't even have to have a calorie deficit target, but that's one thing you can do like to start that habit of tracking. That's one thing you can do. And it you don't have to hit a target, but just get honest with yourself and start tracking your food. That's one thing you can do. You don't have to have it all figured out, right? You don't have to wait to start. You can start now. Um, thinking about implementing something that's achievable like that, that's achievable or something simple like going for a, like if you haven't been starting, if you haven't started your fitness journey, you can choose to do something very simple. Like I'm going to go for, a, this is how I did it in my fitness journey. When I got started, I'm going to, I'm going to commit to 30 minutes of walking three days a week. That's how I started. I would walk away from the house for 15 minutes and back for 15 minutes. That's 30 minutes. And I would do that three, only three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That was my, that was my start. I didn't have everything else in place. I wasn't even, I wasn't even strength. I was just going to walk. Okay. So you can start, you don't have to procrastinate. I think procrastination happens when we have this idea that it has to be perfect too. It doesn't have to be perfect. See, that's a self-limiting belief in itself. You know, you have to have it all, like the all or nothing, or else it just doesn't count. But it does count, girl. So yes, yeah, so we want to put something small in place, something small and achievable. It's achievable, right? Where how can you how can you add some walking? If you haven't been walking, how can you add some walking into your day? You're smart, you're intelligent, you can do this. You can do that. And you need to tell yourself, I can do this. I can figure out how to start. And I don't have to wait till the beginning of the year. Empower yourself, girl. The sky is the limit. Start now. Don't wait till the beginning of the year. Um, so let's address the fears and the uncertainties. I think that's another thing that holds us back here when it comes to waiting. I'll start tomorrow because you're afraid. What is What is the fear? What is it? So we want to start changing that. You're uncertain about something. Um, I believe the magic happens in uncertainty because when we try to figure everything out, what ends up happening is what's called, you know, analysis, a paralysis by analysis. We're just anal analyzing everything, analyzing it to death, complicating the whole thing, getting overwhelmed. And then what happens? We're just paralyzed. We end up doing nothing. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like this is, this is very common. It, I do this, but I I've, st I've stopped it. I've stopped this procrastination. Um, and I'm going to tell you how, um, on this, on this point that I'm making, you know, I think about the things that I need to, or I get to, I like to say, I get to do these things in my day. And if I start thinking about, wow, that's a lot I got to do today. It seems so overwhelming. Wow. It's like looking at this huge mountain, right? You can see the top and you're like, wow, that's going to take a long time to get up there. But if you are staring at that big mountain of things you got to do, you're not going to go anywhere because you're just standing there looking at it all. Okay. But you got to take a step. You got to take action by taking the step and look right here in front of you. So when I feel this overwhelm, I stop and I go, okay, what do I need to do right now? What action can I take today, right now in this moment? What's the most important action I can take that's in alignment with reaching my goals for today? And that is taking one step. And this whole mountain analogy, I love it because if you're staring at this huge mountain and you're not paying attention to the steps it's going to take to get up to the top of that mountain. You're going to trip. You're going to trip and fall over rocks. You're going to stumble over logs. You're going to fall down. So we can't be looking at the huge mountain up there. We're going to get there, but pay attention to the steps it's going to take to navigate up this mountain. All those things. I love analogies like that. Just throwing that out there. So we don't need to wait to start tomorrow we start to if we keep waiting we'll never start that's the thing to think about with this self-limiting belief if you keep on putting it off and putting it's not going to happen you've got to be intentional about making it happen and starting today start today small no one says you have to have it all figured out and do it all now like everything just start out small all right number four 
I can't stick to a diet. I've heard this one. I've tried. This is something I've heard a lot. Well, I've tried everything and then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I've tried it all. I failed. I failed. I've tried it all. I can't stick to a diet. I get real excited. This happens to a lot of women. This is very big. You start, you're excited, so excited about it. You're going well. Week one's great. Week two is great. Week three, it's good. It's not as great. And then you just kind of wane and then fall off. Well, guess what? If you just look ahead at that and you realize that that is a normal thing that happens in human behavior, you can stick to it. Because after week three, and you know this is coming, you can prepare for it. And you can go, oh, I'm here. I'm, I'm right. I'm at this place on the road that I was told I was going to get to where it gets rough, where I'm hitting potholes or the weather gets rough. So what am I going to do? Am I going to turn around? go back? No, because that's not making, that's not making headway. It's not going forward. Am I just going to give up? No, because giving up is just going backwards. But if you say I can't stick to a diet, you are limiting yourself. You're saying that, but that's a very powerful self-limiting belief. It's very powerful to think that because you can. And here's the, this is a very transformational word that I, I want to help you take out of your vocabulary with I can't. I can't stick to a diet. I can't stick to a fitness program. I can't, whatever. I want to empower you, girl. Take the word can't out of your vocabulary and instead replace it with, I won't. How does that feel? I won't or I choose not to. Now you're empowered. You're not saying I can't, I'm wimpy, I can't. (laughs) You're saying I won't. And it's so different when you say that because you realize you do have the power, but you're choosing not to take your power. You can stick to a diet, a healthy calorie deficit. And if you think that you can't, then let's, re, let's revisit this and, and see what are the things that have kept you in the past from sticking to it? Because it could have been just an unrealistic way of approaching it. It could have been strategies that were not good strategies in place to help you sustain what you were trying to accomplish. So here's some, so, cause you've had some fast, some failed past attempts at dieting. You, um, certain foods, you've put yourself completely off limits and that leads you to cravings. You've been like completely depriving yourself. You're feeling miserable. These are things that are going to keep you from moving forward. So that's kind of getting like analyzing the situation and paying attention to this idea that you can't stick to a diet. You don't want to. You just don't want to. Just say it. I don't want to or I won't. Because if that's the case, then you're owning it. And there shouldn't be any guilt or shame there because you own it. The guilt and shame comes when we say, I just can't, I've tried and I'm failing. And it's like, you're just a victim of these words and these self-limiting beliefs. But we're going to take back our power because you can, you have to choose to. And if you don't, then you can own that too. But, you know, advocate for a balance with the diet. You know, this word can be used in two different ways. A diet, which could mean that you're in a calorie deficit trying to lose weight. But diet is also a word that's used to describe your everyday eating, the foods that you eat. In this case, we're talking about diet when it comes to, um, you know, trying to lose weight, trying to lose fat. So what I want to help you with is to, with with this area of your life is to um, just advocate for a balanced, sustainable approach to nutrition because all of these extreme ways of approaching a diet for losing weight they're just going to get you back to square one so we need to advocate for balance sustainable approach to nutrition okay and encouraging mindful eating um, and practices that are you know establishing habits one habit at a time when it comes to your nutrition your health and your, your you know healthy eating establishing one habit at a time with that and and focusing on nourishing your body rather than restricting you know nourishing your body with foods whole foods nutritious foods uh you know all of the balanced macros proteins carbs fats in their appropriate amounts to nourish your body and when it comes to a diet and you know i'm going to say this again and again We don't want to be in this place where we're trying to eat as little as possible. 
so we can be on a diet because that, again, that's going to just take you back to square one. When you're in a calorie deficit, um, a healthy calorie deficit, the goal is to eat as much as you are able to, but still be within a healthy calorie deficit because that's going to sustain you. I would rather see you, um, you know, 80% consistent with eating whole foods and sticking within your calorie deficit and then maintaining that and continually moving forward and making progress with just 80% consistency than going 100% full on ahead and then you burn out and then you end up starting over and going 100%, 100% every time and then having to start over. Guess what's happening? You're not making any progress. You're gonna make way better progress when you're mindful and you don't over restrict. You stay within a healthy calorie deficit where you can eat as much as possible and still be in your calorie deficit and enjoy different foods, but mostly eat wholesome. And you're staying within your calorie deficit 80% of the time. Girl, this is the long game. So that's how you would overcome this idea, this self-limiting belief that you can't stick to a diet. It's, it's pretty darn amazing. It's pretty freeing if I do so myself. All right. Number, what? Well, yeah, number five, here we go. I'm too old. I'm too out of shape to start. Really? Because last time I looked, there's a lot of people who have made just tremendous um, uh, achievements in their health and their fitness and their weight loss. And they didn't, they didn't say this, I'm too old, I'm too out of shape. So you can go do a Google search. I'm not going to focus on any one person, but it's never too late, right? Some people, a lot of people believe this self-limiting belief that age is a barrier to getting stronger. Age is a barrier. You know, I'm just old. Oh, I hear this all the time. Women saying this. Well, you know, when you get old, like you can't help it. <laughs> self-limiting, self-limiting. You know, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I know it's said, but I don't believe that. Feeling like, you know, feeling intimidated by your current physical condition. I remember this one feeling so over out of shape. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually give a side note here to this. When I began my fitness journey and I was overweight in my mind, the mind shift that I had was that I'm out of shape right now, but I'm going to keep showing up, right? I'm going to keep showing up and this is going to slowly change over time, but I'm showing up just like this, just like this in all my fluffy gloriness. I'm showing up people because I'm committed and this isn't going to be the same. And I kept on showing up and sure enough, some things changed. So you got to associate these doing your exercises, right? In a way that it's, it's improving your health. You're not too old. You're not too out of shape. In fact, you know, you don't have to be this shredded model on, on social media to be healthy and in shape. There are plenty of women who are not shredded, have a little extra, a little extra fat on their body. That is not unhealthy. Okay. You can have a little extra fat and still be in shape, believe it or not. So we need to be focusing on our health and you're not too old. Okay. I don't think I need to go into all of that. Um, there's many women, many examples of women who are achieving their fitness and their success at various ages. I know some myself, I have seen it for myself and even in rock that fitness rock stars, you know who you are. Um, yeah. And promote, um, what workouts that, that work for you, right? Wherever you're at, wherever you're at with your body, you can still make progress. You're not too old. You're not too out of shape to move your body in some way, because this is an idea that we have to, we've, we've, we've got to kick, you know, kick to the side. This is no more going to happen. You have a limitation, right? Whether, you know, you got cranky knees, you got arthritis, um, you've had, I don't know, whatever surgeries, injuries, we can work around those people with self-limiting beliefs believe that, well, I have this injury. So yeah, I'm gonna, I, I can't, that's a self-limiting belief because there are plenty of things you can do with a surround, like anything outside of whatever that limitation is, you can choose to do those things. Okay. So don't let any of your limitations limit you. Like don't let any of your limitations limit you is what I'm trying to say. 
Okay. And I want to emphasize this. It doesn't matter how old you are. You will, the moment you make a decision and start your fitness journey and begin exercising, the minute you begin, you're already going to start getting benefits from it. You will begin right away having benefits. And it's amazing. Um, if you started walking regularly, you will begin to reap the rewards. I guarantee it. Walking regularly, getting into a, a strength training program, you're going to reap the rewards and it doesn't matter how old you are. The facts are the facts. You can still build muscle even as you're aging. You can maintain muscle. You can build muscle. It's a self-limiting belief to think that you're too old or you're too out of shape. It's up to you uh, to get you know, to move on, to move past that self-limiting relief. So now I did give some strategies throughout those five things um, that you're not good enough. You don't have time. You're going to procrastinate and start another time. Procrastinate. Um, you, you know, you can't stick to a diet. Uh, you're too old and you're too out of shape. And these are just a few, like there's so many, you can probably think of a whole bunch. I can too, but just for the sake of examples, those are the ones I grabbed. And what I want to talk about now is just some simple steps of what you can do to help overcome these self-limiting beliefs. Because girl, the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. You can make progress. Believe it, okay? What you believe or you think you will become, okay? Because as we think, we, we will become it. The, the mind is a very, very powerful thing. And we must believe, okay? So let's look at these things. When you, when you, the only way to change, right? You have to become aware. Awareness is the first step of change. So when you become aware of whatever the self-limiting belief is, you can then, when you identify it, that's the first step. You want to identify this self-limiting belief. And you might be going, well, how do you identify it if you don't even know you have it? Start paying attention to the things you say um, why you won't do something or why you haven't started or why whatever it is that you say as an excuse is really a self-limiting belief. So when you start paying attention to your language and the things you say, you're going to start noticing self-limiting beliefs left and right. It's like a game, like pay attention to it like a game. Like, oh, that is a self-limiting belief. Because if I want to, I can. Ha, you are powerful, girl. So number one, identify the belief. Number two, question that belief, right? You want, you want to question it. You want to challenge that self-limiting belief. Is it true? Is it true that you absolutely cannot prepare your food in advance? Is there no way in the world? Is there, is there a way you can do it? There always is, right? There's always a solution to a problem. Is there, see, here's another challenging, another self-limiting belief. Um, I, I don't have time to work out. Okay, let's, let's challenge that. Is that true? How much time do you think it takes you, it will take you to work out? And if you start saying, well, you know, the gym is about 30 minutes away and da, 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 da. Hey, 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 back up, sister. Do you have to go to the gym to work out? No. See, self-limiting belief. You want to challenge each of these things that are holding you back, if you have a goal, girl, if you have some, something you want to achieve, you want a result with your health, your fitness, your weight loss, if you really want it, you need to identify this, identify that belief. Okay. And then challenge number two, like I said, challenge that belief. Is that true? Is that really true? Number three, now we want to replace it. Now that you've discovered that's not really true, I'm going to be honest with myself. Yeah, that's not true. So now let's replace that belief. And like I said, you can, you can own it. Well, um, I actually do have time to work out, but I would need to work out from home. That would be the best way. And so start to replace that belief and start working on, I'm going to work on how I can start working out because, because I'm not going to let that belief limit me anymore. Whatever it is, I need to get a treadmill because I can't go walking in the neighborhood that I live in or, uh, you know, whatever. I, I'm going to start going to the mall and, and I'm going to walk there, even though, because it's not safe to walk where I live or whatever, the roads are dangerous. I'm going to go walk around the mall, find ways, right? We have to identify, then challenge that belief, question it, get curious about it. Number three, then you want to replace that and start changing it. You want to reframe, 
reframe what you believe about it, right? Now you're in, you, you're back in the driver's seat that you, you are empowered. It's a, it's a, it's a fantastic freedom to have. So now, you know, you actually have way more power than you're giving yourself credit for girl. Okay. So number four, practice these affirmations, those positive affirmations daily. The ones I was talking about, you want to say things like I am capable of achieving my goals. Okay. What's another one? Um, I have the ability. I have the tools I need to achieve my goals. I have everything I need to succeed. Okay. I am determined. I can do this, right? I have the potential. I have the support. I have the friends and encouragement. I have everything I need. I can do this. That's self-affirmation. Start saying those things. It's very powerful. Say them out loud so your ear can hear them and then go right back into your subconscious mind. Keep saying those things. You want to get past that barrier from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind because that subconscious mind is what's driving you. So you have got to keep on saying these self-affirmations over and over and over. Number five, take action. This is big because you don't have to believe in yourself to take action. You just do it. Isn't that nice? You don't have to believe. So rebel against the self-limiting belief, okay? Set some achievable goals that you know you can do to accomplish them. So you can accomplish these, set them. Um, make them manageable. Then repeat them and then reevaluate. This is going to take time. Self-belief and breaking down these self-limiting beliefs, it takes time. Have compassion. Have self-compassion, okay? Give yourself some grace. It's going to take some time, but make it a game and start noticing. Wow, I have some self-limiting beliefs. It's kind of funny in a way. Like, don't take yourself so serious, girl. Like, enjoy the process of change and transformation. You're going to have so so much more fun along your journey when you can just kind of laugh about it because it is kind of laughable, especially when we realize these stories we've been telling ourselves are self-limiting beliefs. And again, I just want to reiterate that it's a continuous process of self-awareness, of being patient with yourself and commit to your personal growth. Keep on committing to your personal growth. It all matters. This mindset stuff a serious business girl don't don't put it aside because like I always say you can have the best diet you can have the best nutrition plan meal plan best workout plan but unless you get this mindset stuff worked out you're gonna stay stuck and I don't want that for you girl and you don't want that for you the sky is the limit I should name this podcast the sky is the limit I love you as we um, wrap up, I just want to um, just kind of refresh what we went over. I went over a few common self-limiting beliefs and some strategies there, um, and then how we can overcome them with identifying the belief, questioning it, challenging it, replacing that, reframing that belief, changing that belief in a different way, coming up with a different way to, uh, to look at it, empowering yourself, right? practicing positive affirmations, positive self-talk, get all those sticky notes out, write them down, write them in your journal every day, write those self-affirmations, write them out loud, share them with people, put them on a note card, carry them around. Number five, take action. It doesn't require self-belief. You don't have to believe to take action. That's what I'm trying to say. Those are the things that, those five things to help you overcome. I really hope there was something in this podcast episode that spoke to you that helps you know that you are completely empowered. You have everything you need. Just be patient with yourself and realize that this is a journey and you're going along this road. Pay attention to the next steps in front of you and keep on going. You're gonna trip. You're gonna have challenges. You're, you know, it's okay. It's all part of the process. Everything that you are going through is part of your journey, girl. So embrace it and have fun. That's all I got. I hope there was something helpful in here. I would love to hear from you if there was. Um, I don't think I have any announcements. I'm thinking, no. Oh, I should have really said this at the very beginning, but I do have an announcement. And it's not really an announcement. It's just a celebration. I want to say I am so proud of 
you rock stars, new rock stars that have joined Rock That Fitness. I'm super duper proud of you for taking that uh, leap of faith and joining the band. Um, I don't, uh, yeah, just, I don't have enough words. I'm really proud of you. Excited to have you in the band and, and looking forward to, to working with you in the new year and seeing your own personal transformation unfold. So excited for you. And if you are listening and you didn't, you didn't get in on joining while the doors were open for Rock That Fitness, our next, our next thing that's going to be coming up, I believe, now don't quote me because things could change because I'm going to be setting my goals and setting up my plan for the year coming up soon. Um, but right now we are tentatively planning to launch the Rockstar Body and Mind six-week challenge coming up in April sometime. And if you want to get on that wait list, you can do that. We will put the link in the show notes. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, Chrissy. Love Chrissy. Appreciate you, girl. Um, yeah, that's what's going to come up next in April. So that's all I got. And that's all I got for you, girl. Um, love you. Love yourself. Love yourself well, right? I want you to do this. Self-care all day. In every way, every day. <laughs> Do I have your word? Good. Let's go. Mm-hmm.